Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're here at AfterBuzz TV talking about the lie of the land. Or maybe not. Am I lying? You're just going to have to stick around and find out on the Doctor Who After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's just me. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Doctor Who After Show on AfterBuzz TV. It's just me and the twins today. All right. All right. You can keep dancing. I just... Bring the noise down. Oh, okay. Bring okay. The noise down. Sorry. Sorry. We were providing back vocals for your intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. We're going to talk about The Lie of the Land, the finale of the three-part Monk trilogy. Uh, the three months. I'm, I'm, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Uh, you guys, your dance was just too mesmerizing. It's yeah, true. Sorry. I get it. Uh, and now I'm off my game. No, sorry, Tari sorry. Miller is back with us this week. Hi. Whoa. I'm Tari Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-E-R-I-J-A-Y. Don't you tell everyone who you are, Dave Child. Well, I'll tell you. My name is Dave Child. You can find me at MRDaveChild or DaveChild.com on Talk About the Show. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, it's the Boys Club today. Adrian Stowe uh, is unfortunately out of town, right. uh, so she couldn't join us tonight. Um, but uh, you can send her all of your questions and uh, just demand your her <laughs> opinions at, on Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. Yes. Right. Um, all right. The Lie of the Land. Lie of the Land. The, th- the third of three uh, in the Monks trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, how? What do you guys? How do you guys feel? Just off the top. About I, this episode. I enjoyed it. I think I had fun. It wasn't. It didn't blow me away. I think I liked the other episodes a little better. But this, I still like this, and I like how they kind of, instead of while well, the other episodes they played with the simu, uh, simulation theory, now they're getting into the alternate reality, alternate facts, sort of fun, current like uh, sci-fi theory and talk. Yeah. They're kind of touching yeah. the bases of what's hot on the internet right now. <laughs> and it was kind of it was kind of nice to 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 bring that into the same trilogy as the simulation theory. So yeah. it was I, I thought that in in that way it was nice. There's still some weird questions like I always if if the point if the way you take over planets is to look like heroes and be heroes from mm-hmm. the beginning of time, why do you look like dead monks? Why do you look like I? Yeah, I, there's a number of questions I yeah. think that like they they seem to be setting up that they never answered. No, um, which is a very Moffaty thing to do. Yeah, 
kind of frequently, but it was still. Is that a new? Is that a new verb? Moffat or adjective? A, I guess it would be. It's a bit of a moffet, but ooh, it it wasn't as bad as like I really disliked. I forget the name of the episodes, but the one where Missy kills the uh, Clara's fiance, and then the next episode, it kind of feels like. They kind um, of forget that whole thing. Danny. Well, we all yeah for- the Blackwater. We all forgot Danny. Yeah, that was like kind of a tough. Uh, those that two parter was really tough for me because they didn't feel like they were connected, and it, it wasn't that. It didn't feel like that. It just didn't go in as extreme of direction as I think we were hypothesizing. Yeah, and we'll week. get into all that absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely. This was it was absolutely connected. Yes, these three uh, episodes. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were separate. Pieces. Yeah, sorry. What sense. did you think? Um, I thought it was a really interesting episode. I liked the the parallel, not even real parallel, just like the new reality we were thrown into. Yeah, it was real bleak. Re- uh, really reminded me of the alternate reality that we had for Donna. I forget the episode, where, but when she oh. Uh, oh turn left or it was like turn left or turn right. It's one of those. Right. That was um, uh, turn left. That was yes. Donna. That was that was that was Donna. That was Donna. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of... Um, You're thinking which, of the Martha. No, I'm thinking of Rose's... Uh, oh. In, with Eccleston. Um, I forget. I don't know. But, yeah, so it reminded me of the Rose... Or the, not the... Now you Donna. The Donna um, ultra parallel universe that was super dark. Um, except this one, there was no... Like, it was all real, which I really enjoyed. Right. Um, and, and I also felt like we got a, a lot of really fun... Like heartwarming doctor moments this episode, yeah. Which like really made it. It made my heart warm, but it also bummed me out that this could be this is going to be Capaldi's last season because like he's really hit his stride, yeah. Uh, and it it really makes me sad. But he's like acting the crap out of all these episodes, so I love he it. He is delivering in a big way. Um, yeah. This episode for me. Uh, I really dug it, like, uh, for a lot... Uh, uh, let me start over. The trilogy, I was really, like, in. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after last week's episode. Um, I think they just set up a little more than they maybe... They set up more than they delivered. Right. Um, and so they they built this amazing... Thing, and what what things I liked about this episode... Uh, the social commentary yeah that was, that was like great. that was not it was never it never felt over like it never felt like, never felt like it was hitting you over the head with it mm-hmm. but it was so clear what they were trying to say and that's the perfect balance that you look for in a social commentary within a sci-fi show yeah mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was handled perfectly uh, as far as a Doctor Who episode I like so as a sci-fi episode it was great as a Doctor Who episode, I wanted a little more. Okay. Um, I wanted more from the monks, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, we didn't villains, really get very many monk moments at all. Yeah, as like so. Let, let's let's start there. Uh, let's talk about the monks as villains because that's the thing that's the thread that connected these three episodes. Mm-hmm. It's the monk trilogy. Uh-huh. Um, how like how do you guys feel about the monks by the end of the three the three episodes? Well, I I like how they're kind of all powerful. There's like an all powerful feel to them, but their limits was kind of clear by the end of it, where they have to be psychically tied and tethered into the world. And I think they built that up well, and the way that they defeated them is was a way that made sense. 
and it didn't feel like it was kind of a Deus Ex Machina or out of nowhere. And it felt like they actually wrapped up these villains and they went away, yeah. which is better than they've been doing earlier in the season where they're just like, well, there's still monster bugs, but we're just going to walk away. Or there's still, <laughs> they're still killer tiny robots, but we're just going to walk away. Like, it felt like they actually left the planet. So that was good. Um, the, yeah, I think I mentioned this earlier, but it was weird how he's... How all the monks are just, they don't look heroic. So why, if they, and in last week's episode, they said something like, we look this way because you're all dead to us, mm-hmm. which was a weird burn. But, <laughs> but like, they oh didn't God. change it. They didn't change it and look like be, uh, benevolent monks when they changed reality. They didn't change their appearance at all. They always were just these decaying corpses and monk robes. I'd like to imagine that either um, it is a it's just kind of a misperception on their part in that they actually do see since they see all throughout time they actually do that's the way that they see us is they see us oh as we're mostly corpses. corpses right yeah um, or the other thing could be that it it's all to sell the fact that they've been there for so long yeah it kind of gives them a an eternal feel as opposed to seeing them come in as, like, pristine gods at any point in your memory, and then you start to wonder, like, do they age? And, like, it begs right. more questions. So, like... That's actually a good point. Yeah. That actually sells it more for me. You did it. Thank you. Good job. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Yay! Um, I, found the, I found them to be a really interesting villain in that they are kind of... A, the complete opposite of the Daleks in that the Daleks are very smart, but they are mostly a force-oriented species, whereas the the monks use no force at all. I mean, not no force at all, because they do kill people. Right. Um, but the way that they take over is strictly through strategy. You know, they, they run all their scenarios, and they find the best way to do things, and then they carry it out and let they essentially let us seal our own fates. Yeah. Um, which I think is probably one of the smarter tactics that any Doctor Who villain has used. Usually they're just like, ah, we're going to make people into robots, or ah, we're just going to subjugate the people through time stuff. But like, they found a way to essentially almost seamlessly integrate themselves into our lives so that we just don't resist them. And then, like, for anyone who does, they, like, pick out the the, the stragglers. It's like if you're in a, a factory and yeah. you're running a bunch of hot dogs through, and every so often there's a bad hot dog, so you just throw it out, and the rest of the batch can be packaged. Yeah. It's it's also, I, I love what Nardal says, uh, where he says, if they think, if the world thinks it's always been this bad, they just put up with it. Yeah. And so you have 90% of the job is already done. And I thought that was a good way of and they the way that they stated that also made it clear that it it made sense in this world. Mm-hmm. It's like how my my iPhone screen is cracked, but I've gotten used to it. So I just don't <laughs> see it anymore. Yeah. It's just always cracked. Yeah. And that way they took over the world. Mm-hmm. I you're right. I I absolutely agree. I love I, I think their method was fascinating. And like, especially for like as a sci-fi fan, yeah, like fascinating to watch because that's a true thing about just human nature, and something that they correctly identified is you can't rule by force, but you can rule by either adoration or respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
but that can't be, but it was manufactured. Right. Um, right. Thus, the memory police had to be running around. Yeah, there was a um, lot of 1984 nods in this whole yeah. episode where um, you have the Ministry of Truth and you have like the this truth hitting on fake center. news here basically yeah. it's like like imagine if like they could just go around it's all fake news arrest. Yeah. yeah. Uh sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, imagine if they could. Oh wait. <laughs> One of the things that was kind of nice uh, my favorite part of this episode was Doctor who uh, the doctor's uh when he starts talking about why he's on the side of the monks mm-hmm. and even though that was obviously a rouge and I think every part of us was like there's no way he's actually for the monks but he he did it in such a convincing fashion uh-huh. and the way he talked about it was so convincing that it was it was a great performance and yeah. really well written I love the whole like Listen, they've we've have history. We've done history where it's always looked at. Hey, do you want to see what fashion looks like? No. Okay. What about uh, uh, extreme? Yeah, yeah, fundamentalism, and just like touching upon new fascism and new uh, fundamentalism. It was just a way of of being really current and biting in a way that's that was very subtle. Even though he was talking about being on the bad side of the list, it right. also made it so they were good bad guys because he was able to talk about why they're good bad guys. He was able to give the bad guy speech, and that was cool to hear because we also we kind of believed him in a way, even though I totally point. believed it. Like I couldn't. I, I was trying to fi- like I had, halfway through that speech, I had already moved past like is the is he lying to? What forces has caused him to join the side of the monks? Like yeah. I bought it, hook, line, and sinker. There was a point where I thought maybe he was when he was going to regenerate, he was going to turn out to be Missy or something like that. Uh-huh. Some weird, like it's it's a fake doctor, it's a robot doctor or something yeah. that we're going to yeah. find. But it was it it also had like they did that great. Bill tried to fake out and be like, okay, well this is a code. So I know you're on my side. And then he said, oh, that's a code. That's what she's trying to do to be on these side. And that was a great moment mm-hmm. because it, they could have just, that could have been it. And then he was like, no, this is a totally different you're game. just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then she shoots him. And then as soon as he stood up and he's regenerating, I'm like, wait, there's no bullet holes in this <laughs> What's going on It's a PG here? show, guys. <laughs> yeah. I also like the idea of he could fake regenerate all the time. I feel like he could just, like, read books by that light, or he could just use it as a flashlight. <laughs> he just, like, ETs it, like, has regenerative energy coming out of like, his, the tip of his finger so he can look. Yeah. I I, I, I am curious. Like, the, that's what... Uh, the Moffat era, uh, it has been one of those things that he uses... But never fully explains like how he's like is that using up regenerative energy that he is going to need later, or can, or was that just like literally some devices in his clothes? Was it a that projector? It look like? Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, what I'm going to say it's probably that. projector. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, he's had a lot of time to tinker. Yeah, they had this. They had this all planned out. He he was able to recruit a whole army around him. Mm-hmm. Although. So. Bill has no context for regeneration energy. Yeah, there was no <laughs> so that was the one thing where he's like, was the regeneration too much? And I'm like, explain it to her. Like, yeah. I feel like two episodes later, she's going to be like, by the way, remember when you did that light thing? What was that? And he'll be like, oh, well, I'm a Time Lord and Time Lords regenerate. So I get a new face. And then she's like, 
that's weird, and then they'll move on from there. Yeah, that was especially strange because a few episodes ago, he brought up regeneration. Yeah. And I think she said, what What was that? And he was like, oh, let's not talk about it. And it was like <laughs> too sore of a subject to talk about. Yeah. And now he uses the regeneration light as just like, huh? Because that's how everyone dies, right? Huh? And, you know, I guess it was, yeah, it was a little bit too much. I yeah, think he yeah. was right. And I think Nardal should have. I did. I think Nardal should have gone like, "Yeah, it was way too much." No, more regeneration. I, I, I wouldn't have accepted it unless he was. He had his arm on his forehead and he was like giving a uh, Mercutio style uh, speech. Oh, <laughs> uh, for the swings. Oh, the, uh, Paul know. Rubens and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yes. Death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, but so back to the monks for a little bit. No. Yeah. Uh, well, the. Here, this, this is this is one of the where the monks were, was a strong character was like in the use of the world that they had created by taking over and like all of that all of what they did to the world was fascinating and yeah. very interesting and fun to watch. Yes, um, changed Baron's uh, stain bear, Baron stain bears to Baron stain bears. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. The yeah. monks did it. The monks did it. <laughs> no. Shazam um, is now Kazam. Or, uh, yeah. But that being said, like I ha I if I'm being honest, like the the monks as villains do not rank high for me as good villains. Um I think like after the trilogy they like Well they had they, no personality. Like, that's the thing, is like they at, like there's the story was good around them, yeah. but the monks themselves were dull. They had no like taking over the world in the Doctor Who universe Mm -hmm. is not enough motivation for me. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen too many aliens come with, like... And and most Doctor Who villains, the the best ones, have a solid, understandable goal and drive. Yeah. Um, Taking over the world is so vague. Like... Well, I guess this was also taking over the world by protecting it. And by but like, they, but they never seem to be. They, they tell me if you took this differently, but they yeah. never seem to me to be like actively trying to protect us. That didn't seem to be their goal. Well, like it's it's like what I said about how the doctor I think gives the bad guy speech. So I think that the, everything the doctor says, the monks actually do believe, and so I do think that they're like helping humanity by controlling it. It's just taking away free will. And we yeah. all know that the doctor's for free will, so it's you know and requires papers to be written on it. But so I think that's what they're doing, and that that was their motivation. But again, it's not that it's not that original of a motivation. It's the Razo Ghoul motivation, right? Well, I felt like it was more, especially when we get the ex- explanation from Missy about them doing it for millennia and, right. and all that stuff. Like I felt like this was essentially just like. A colonization unit, like a group of people that was sent to be like, let's take over that planet next, and and they did it in the way that like our colonists did America, and that they came over and like we're helping these people, True. And, and in turn they're like mostly wiping them out and 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 trying to force their beliefs on them. Maybe mm-hmm. I, like if that had been the case, if it had been in an expansion thing or a resource thing, like that's what I needed. That was the thing that I that I needed was that little thing that says like this is why we are here. At I this, I just told you that's why they were here. <laughs> we just Zach, said but, it. Yeah, Zach. I don't understand what you don't get. But the monks didn't say it. It's implied. <laughs> it's called subtext, bro. 
I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I think that subtext was actually there. I think that that is true, but you did because you did see them even in the putting up statues of themselves all over the place. You kind of see it. It's the same way that you know the <laughs> the Europeans ended up putting up statues of themselves up all, all over the place when they kind of took over. Yeah, right. And a, and a big old even like in place of the big old Jesus in Brazil, there's like a, there's a big old monk. I think in when we were looking around the world. Yeah. Okay, um, I just I, I guess I wanted it a little I wanted it a little more spelled out yeah. for that, like just because it's the it's their main motivation. Yeah, um, right. Like here here's the, like when uh, for for like talking about like for me the be- the best villains like that the show has like some of them being monsters like the the, the weeping angels like people are into the weeping angels one because they're scary mm-hmm. and it's a good dev- they're a great device for horror but also like. They're like they're feeding, yeah. Like, like what what hurts you is what feeds them. That's the most simple goal and motivation ever. Like they are doing this because it is the only way that they 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 live. Yeah. You are their food. Um, yeah. Sending you through time is how they eat. Mm-hmm. Um, the silence by them. Like I know some people in chat like and like just in general don't necessarily like the silence. The silence are are uh, my favorite. Doctor Who villain, okay, because it they they had a super scary just like basic like use at the beginning where it's like oh there's a cool like trait where they like the whole like you can't you don't remember them thing is mm-hmm. great is I love that device and the monks had a similarly great device in the the timeline thing where they're studying us yeah, yeah. Um, that's a really cool thing but where but event but what we eventually learn about the science is that their whole motivation to take out the doctor and then subsequently finding out that they were doing all of that in order to protect the universe via like the whole thing with the name um which whether you like enjoyed that reveal or not like that's a clean like that the group that the silence represented that they came from had like a protective goal. They were going to go to extreme measures and hurt our heroes to do that. Mm-hmm. But you understood why they were doing it mm-hmm. by the end. The monks here, unless there's a bigger reveal coming, just wanted to take control of the planet. And I needed that extra step to like to get why they wanted to do it because they seemed to imply that there was more last week. Maybe. I don't know if they implied it. I think we maybe read a bit too much into it. Maybe. I think it was kind of a what? why do they look Us? old? Never. Yeah. But it was uh yeah. Well, I I feel like the main difference uh taking for example uh the silence, bless you. Uh, Thank you. I feel like the main difference is that we had time to develop them. Yeah. So yeah. like in, originally the That's silence right. were just and, and just like the weeping angels they were both just really menacing, which made them memorable because they play on fears that we as a society have, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the threat you can't remember, the threat that uh, essentially you can't look away from, things like right. that. And so there's not a, a, like a simple hook for the monks. Well, the monks, their, their hook is how they took over the world. Right. Their hook is like... It's not it, it's not in with the motivation, but why they're interesting is because they reset reality in a lot of ways through the simulation yeah. thing and through just literally resetting reality. Yeah, well, and they, that that yeah. is kind of that is playing off of uh, current fear 
and um, kind of conspiracy theories that are happening right now, and also playing off of propaganda and fake news and all that stuff that we're that we're also kind of scared of right yeah. now. I mean, if you if 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 they just start if if the people of the world started presenting an alternate history mm-hmm. to what to to what we've all been growing up being yeah. taught. There's very little if if everyone buys into it. There's very little that we can do to combat that. Like, uh, like if you look, look at um, uh, oh, you're thinking of Man in the High Castle. No, uh, I was thinking Columbus. of the real life book. <laughs> you're uh, thinking of the the people's uh, people's history. Um, I thought you were thinking Joseph, of uh, no. Oh my god! <laughs> I my, thought you were my, just... my twelfth grade English teacher would be you have very a mad right in front of. I you. know, but I don't even. know. I thought you were thinking of just the historical figure of Christopher Columbus, who was rewritten as like a hero who kind of discovered America, yeah, but really committed genocide. Yeah. He was like maybe. I was I was thinking example. of Howard Zinn's uh, A People's History of the United States, and Got like it. basically yeah. like that, like all yeah, of those points is yeah. like. The story that we're not told, but is act, but is absolutely accurate. Like Custer, he's another example of that. Custer is seen as like a hero who died on a you know in a mound, yeah. but really he's not such a great guy. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's a lot of examples of that. Yeah, yeah. But this is Look at you, uh, Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> uh, but this is uh, the example where it like what if it went to the extreme? Yeah, and they just like oh well you like. It wasn't the the Revolutionary War wasn't won by George Washington and a handful of like uh, like people fighting for their freedom. The monks came the in monks and uh, said, "Back, ye British," or, or like something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know why they said "ye British" because <laughs> they were trying to fit in. Timing. Yeah, <laughs> but they timing. did it with their mouth, just like. They're all ventriloquists. Too. <laughs> yeah. That's something that we don't talk about. That's how the monks are. But yeah, like I wanted to know why they were like keeping up their appearance like that. Uh like like they said that they're that that's not their real appearance. And if yeah. you're gonna drop that, Moffat like explain you, it. So you wanted to see what they like truly looked like. Well, or, and, like or I, I thought you explained even, it well. I yeah, thought like I, the they look immortal. They look like they've always been around. So that was kind of why they kind of kept it. So they seem more like immortal, always around figures, even though they're corpses. Right. They still could be benevolent corpses. Maybe. And also, I think it is like not quite understanding the human race that well. One, yes, fair. One thing that I liked that I think was kind of a nice little dig, and I could be reading into this too much, but one of the things that kind of happened in the fake news central when mm-hmm. they go into the eye of the storm there. There's all these pictures in back of, like, uh, the corpses of the monks hanging out with celebrities and political figures or just the monks taking over political... Like, at one point, we see Mandela when they took over and then Mandela turns back into a monk. Mm-hmm. And at one point, we see when the monks are still in control, there's just one picture of Donald Trump. Not with a monk. Just <laughs> Donald Trump. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's blinked. a monk, bro. And I thought it was like just saying that he's basically a monk. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a decomposing corpse. But I also could just be looking into that too much. The views expressed here are those of the host only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not, um, yeah. All right. Uh, let's... Uh, I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and check yeah, that yeah. out. That's funny. Um, I mean, that's... Look... <laughs> You can you can bat around it all you want. Like we all know who they're talking about right, right. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I took a jab at him last week too. Yeah, with the oh yeah, I wouldn't vote for him. He's too orange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
look, subtlety is not necessarily Moffat's strong suit. Right. But in this case, I don't mind because it's I like the social commentary aspect. Yeah. But yeah. moving away from the social commentary aspect, yeah. getting into some Whovian craziness, yeah. let's talk about Missy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. Uh, uh, it's not such a bad cell that she's in. Yeah. I guess the actual, like, middle box. That's kind of a Yeah, thing. that's almost, like, worse, because it's like, look at this really nice study with, like, comfortable chairs and all Which, this stuff, and then, like, you're kept in this small box in the middle. I think she only has to sit in the box when when, when Bill the is there. Yeah, like, when... Or when, the, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes, makes a bit more sense. sense. <laughs> and that, that also kind of answers the question of, like, that I always feel whenever I watch The Flash... And they put those yeah. guys... How do they the, poop? How do they poop? <laughs> You're it's putting a- them in criminally small <laughs> places. They're throwing them in a super jail that has no place to poop or even sit down properly yeah. except for, like, on the ground. Right. So, yeah. that. But the, I think that answers that question of, like, that's just a safety precaution when... when because the because Flash is clearly a villain, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I mean... Uh, Yes. We don't have to get on that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, but yeah, the uh, the uh, I I also like the kind of reveal of what's in the vault wasn't because they revealed what was in the vault in the in the first of these three parters mm-hmm. in an interesting way. They didn't feel the need to go like bum 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 and like reveal it now. Yeah, it yeah. was just kind of, oh, and we're just gonna walk into the vault. This is the first time we're in the vault, right? But it doesn't seem like it's a big deal. It's it feels almost like another set piece that we we just haven't seen Missy in a little while because, but we saw Missy in the first one. Yeah. So it it also was a good three parter because of that structure because they introduced Missy in the first one and didn't really talk about her in the second one. But then brought her back in the third, and I yeah. thought they did it in a good way. Also, it was kind of a nice Hannibal Lecter moment. Yes. Oh was, yes, I yeah. didn't thought about that comparison. But that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> because they're just talking to her, and as she's in prison, and talking about clearly what they must do, but to do it, they would have to kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that. It's all coming together it's now. All coming together. <laughs> So uh, the Doctor's next iteration will be David Carradine. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Nardal uh, even does the pinch, so it's almost, that's, that's a few hand grabs away from exploding heart. <laughs> and that was cute. Uh, you mean Nardy? Nardy. Old Nardy. Uh, it's just me, old Nardy. I, I love know. how much more ridiculous his character gets as we go on in this season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. every episode, Nardal is more and more in absurd. Yeah. I also love how they're playing off more off the fact that he's not a human. That he's like yeah. has bits and pieces. Like he said, well, I had to recover from the toxic thing, and I would have died if I was human. And also, Bill and also, had no follow up to that to that statement. No, <laughs> Bill's just gonna. I'm just gonna run with this now. Yeah. If well, I think she knows that the doctor's not human, so I think she just assumes Nardal's like another type of alien. Right. And the first time she met him, he did drop bolts. So she's like, he's probably like part robot, part human, part probably. something else. All the robot parts. And I love that he's his one hand, he can't get the pinch down, mm-hmm. but he can do it in the other one. And they were starting to tell the story about where he found that hand. And then they just quickly, like, oh, we don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> that was great. Look, the Nardal either web or, or and or comic adventure series oh, God, will yeah. be phenomenal when That's they do it. That's a spinoff cartoon. I think they should Oh, my God. That. Nardy cartoons. Nardy. <laughs> uh, BBC, you know what to do. Um, Missy, though. Um, yeah. So the big, like, 
I yeah, I love the Hannibal Lecter. I love that like uh, she's fought the monks before. Mm-hmm. Like that, like right. there's this alternate that, there because it makes it makes perfect sense. Like we just never really think about it. Like the yeah. master is doing plenty of other like stuff between battles with the doctor. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. having adventures. Yeah. Uh, so like the idea, like, well, I want to know why she had to fight the monks. It, it feels um, like a territorial thing. Like, I like this planet. Don't try to take it over. And so she, like, it's two opposing forces just trying to take over the same planet. Yeah. Also, oh, that'd be so good. Also, I think one consistent with, with her slash he for the Master is uh, she hates uh, she hates authority figures. Oh, yeah. And I feel like That's the true. monks are just about being authority figures. So it's yeah. a good way, a good reason to take them It down. did imply yeah. with that that the monks were part of a much, much bigger civilization, even though this group was, there was only, I think they said 12 of them. Yeah. Right. Total. Um, yeah. 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 Plus that dude in the ship. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was like the captain. They were like uh, on a ship from Spain and Spain was like, yo son, we got to take this place over. I hear they got gold. And then they were like, let's slaughter all these people. And By have, gold, you mean psychic children. energy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. there was like, yeah, that head monk in the ship. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, So 13, which is, uh, so 13 monks. 13 monks. Yeah. 13 doctors. That's interesting. Ooh. That's interesting. Do you think they're going to come back? I don't know if they're going to come back. I think we might have seen the last of the monks for a little while. I don't think. Yeah, they're... I don't. Well, that's the other thing. It's like I don't. Well, I, if what like what would happen? I mean, they flew off like they're out there, but yeah, unless right. there's like a very specific plan for them to come back before the end of the season, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what else you do with. You them. can bring them back in future seasons. You can have more yeah, if you ever come up with something like for them to do, like right. they they exist. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to just see them in the background of things. Like they go to another planet, like in a bazaar, and you see a couple monks just like hanging out. Being like, what planet we're gonna take over next? Like, I think that would be dope. Coco, 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 coco. Yeah, right? yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I, I guess with those, ma- like, once you get the mask on, the rest of it's like it's just a robe. Yeah. So, like, and you probably could all, you only have to do one. So, yeah, you could fill out a market with a couple of them monks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Like, it just it only in- increases the the world building of Doctor Who. Like, I love the fact that like. In Matt Smith's run, we were able to bring back um, a Sultaran and uh, I want to. I keep trying to call them Slytherin, but you know, Ginny and Vester and Ginny, like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, just because like they're part of the world, why not utilize them? And yeah. so like we get Solarian, Solarian, yeah. yeah. There it is. Great, good job. Thank you. Woo! I would have stayed up or all so- night thinking about it. Nope, we were wrong. Nope, Solarian, Solarian. We should we should also talk about how the monks are initially defeated through the power of mom love. Through the power of mom love. Also, the power. Okay. yeah. Also, I because one thing I did like about this was they've actually been building this up throughout mm-hmm. the season um, of just of how Bill sees her mom and how they're uh, and how she's kind of an ideal and it's more of it's not just. It's not pure love of a mother. It's the love of an idea of a mother. Yeah, you know how the yeah. how the it's she's kind of a fictional mom to her. So the fictional mom that she's created and has like conversations with, 
and has been kind of a touchstone throughout many of these episodes. Enough to the point where we becoming we were getting suspicious that something, <laughs> and maybe this is all that's going to happen with the mom. But yeah. it was at least building up where we know it's she's always in her mind. We had the previous episode. The one I disliked, but the one the the haunted the house the knock knock episode yeah was also about like kind of a mom love story. So we're it's like a running theme. I don't think we're done with Bill's mother. I don't think so either. But this was a nice like continuing to build that relationship and continuing to see it. And um, I also love I love this is a great doctor moment too when he realizes that the. The mom is like saving the world. Mm-hmm. He, the way he makes it about him. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as he sees that's working, he's like, I thought I was being kind, but I was saving the world. Was such, <laughs> it's such a conceited thing to say. Like, yeah. all you need to do is be like, wow, you're saving the world, but he won't even say that. It's still about him. And I, that's what I kind of like about Capaldi's like mm-hmm. doctor. There's like a sense of, uh, he's kind of selfish, and I yeah. kind of like that. He's been on a, an oddly like increasing scale of uh, conceitedness yeah. since the beginning of the season. Like the whole last season, he spent being like, "Nah, I'm a bad person." Meow, meow, meow. Uh, <laughs> meow, meow. But meow, then, meow, meow. like now, especially like you go back to the episode where he became blind, and he's like, oh, "I'm going to be so insufferable," and it, it like shows how happy he is in his life now, yeah. which I think really like just adds to the character, right? Mm, yeah. Happy conceited doctor. He's mm, happy. Num, 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 He's num, also num. torturing Missy, or the or the the cell is torturing. Yeah, what Missy. is with that last scene? Yeah, that that's last what I, scene like, was so we, strange. We only have a little bit of time left, so I wanted to make sure we talked about that. Yeah, um, it was odd. It I was think, like I think a... the idea is that it can't be how the vault was designed because the she's supposed to be dead. I don't think it's the, the vault. I think it's that she's been so busy distracting herself by doing assorted bad things that now she has the time to like reflect on which is essentially what jail was originally designed for to like for you to reflect on your sins and really like think about and repent and all that stuff and i think that's what she's doing in that like now that she has time and she's not i know uh, the benefits of jail all of a sudden like (laughs) yeah guys jail's amazing it's great nothing wrong with jail um no but i think specifically now that she's not running around distracting herself with all these things it's given her time to really like think back and reflect on like what it means or she's doing a bit i think she could also be doing a bit where she's like if if because earlier in the episode she's like the doctor's version of being good is idealistic and it's selfish and it's it's um unattainable and so she could be like this is this is what he wants me to be and so i'm gonna do it until he lets me out it could also yeah Dave, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it could also, just because we know John Sims is coming up eventually, so, like, I, there's a part of me that is wondering if this is, like, she's purging herself for the next regeneration, mm. so the next regeneration can be as good as the Doctor, and mm. if there's some sort Ooh. of psychic, because it seemed like it was almost like a medical process, where she's like, you didn't tell me this was going to happen, where I know everyone's name, and it's almost like becoming good is almost sounds like it's medical in a right. way. So it makes me wonder if it's a psychic kind of purge that's happening. With oh, her. that's fascinating. Yeah, uh, and makes me picture like a, a new, like a fresh doctor 
for next season once Chibnall takes over and the new and the new companion is a regenerated master trying oh, to be good. Wow, that would be great because then you always have the danger of the master turning back to yeah. the master. Yeah. But it's like it's like a it's a teacher student relationship, which is usually what a companion is. But if it's a it's, it's like a fresh master who's just like I want to be better. I've been I've regenerated right. to be better because like we you there's a certain amount we know that that can be controlled like you can you can uh, boost certain traits during a regeneration during if you use certain sciences right so if they boost the goodness of the master yeah. to be the doctor's protege and if it's like kind of if it's I want it. if it's also kind of like sorry this is kind of the prediction stuff but to <laughs> double down on the geek it reminds me of there's a great storyline in Marvel where Loki kind of regenerates himself so he's kind of uh, so he's like a teenage he's like teenage Loki who's trying who's learning to be like a good guy and he joins the like kid Avengers yeah Avengers and stuff so if it's kind of like that where the the new master is gonna be like younger and a companion and learning Mm -hmm. we're just rewriting we're writing our fanfic (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's a good one it sounds cool Renji in the chat says hashtag master reborn master reborn Um, uh, all that said like whether whoever did it uh, started. I what I took away from that scene. I thought that the 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 room was telling her the names of all the people that she had killed. Mm. Um, like whoever instigated it, I don't know. It could be the doctor. It could be the design of the room. It could be something that she set in mo- like decided to to do as part of this cleanse. Yeah. Um, whatever the reasons, I, I that was what I thought that she was saying was that like. The names were literally being read to her. I, and I like, didn't read that. I read that as she was remembering them. Yeah, because she says like, uh, "I'm always so distracted doing bad that I'd never have time to think about it." And then um, she's like, but "So now your prison I, theory might actually be right? The Maybe. Right yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever it is, she is being like forced at by whether herself or the physical room to." reflect and like learn yeah. from and like learn about what the consequences were right of her actions mm-hmm. um and it's it's a fascinating look at like it's a fascinating way to do a redemption story for a character yeah. that has done so much evil over the years yeah that you can't even it's hard to fathom redeeming them effectively it was still a weird scene to end on though wasn't it it was I don't still know, like that that for me was like i that got me Right jazz for like the rest of the season it just felt like an incomplete scene it made me feel like i either missed something or they cut the scene in half like they were gonna get to something and it was strange it didn't seem like a tease it just seemed like a well let's talk about the episode at the end and then it was over it just didn't feel like the end of an episode to me it was strange it, um ember ember scorpio has a question do we know that sims regenerated into missy no. Uh, no, we don't. We don't actually know when in the chain. I we mean, also we imply don't know. that it's post sim, yeah. uh, just by just based on context. But there could have easily been other masters in between, right? Yeah, we also don't know if like if the way we meet Sims is going to be through a regeneration or what. Or yeah. Yeah. It could be like a hallucination a for all we know. Yeah. Um, sorry, Tari. I think you were. Um, oh, I was saying that I think it, it felt to me because we started this. Uh, with the Missy stuff, it felt to me like the end of the arc of the Doctor coming to terms with, like, being her friend. 
So, like, we started with him, like, how she got in the box and him, like, saving her. Then it uh, got to them working together. And then now we get to the part where they're, he's officially become basically, like, her psychiatrist. Right. Right. You know? He's her doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I felt like, I mean, I think in terms of the, like, three-episode arc with the monks, weird scene to end on. But in terms of the three-episode arc with Missy, I felt like it was perfect. Yeah, I guess that's true. That is true. Yeah. I look forward to what more we do with Missy going forward. Um, we've been predict pretty prediction-heavy in the last couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but real quick, do you guys have any other predictions going forward, either about next week or the season as a whole? Right. Well, next next week I did see the next week on. Ice Warriors! Ice Warriors. It seems like a very... <laughs> Uh, it might be a tough one for me, but to, to be honest, because it's very classic Doctor Who. It yeah. feels like a it feels like a 1970s Doctor Who episode, and that might be a little tough for me. I have a little <laughs> bit of a hard time with those. It might be great. I might have a lot of fun, but it, it tends when it gets real goofy like that. In in a um, in a way that's almost retro, yeah. it, I tend to have a harder time connecting with the episode, but we'll see. Though it felt I'm excited like, for it. But. Yeah. It felt like a dinosaurs on a spaceship type episode, yeah. which I enjoyed. I enjoyed that dinosaurs so on a spaceship It episode. might be that. I'm so intrigued to see what we do with the Ice Warriors. Um, I really enjoyed the last one that yeah. we did, the one on the submarine. Right. Um, with the Ice Warrior. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's Sorry, right. Sorry, I, I get sense for your face you didn't like that I one. I was real mad on that one, but I was also it like... It wasn't like a favorite, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was mostly because of where it took place and that it took place during, like, a, I think a really crucial Clara arc, and it was just like, let's just hang out on a, on a submarine for a while. Oh, and I was yeah. like, I need answers, bro. Let's not do that. Look, right. don't... I, I had a on Friday. I had a real like back and forth with somebody who really likes Clara. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that was tough. Uh, so I, my, do, I I I don't know how you guys if you guys know how I feel about Clara. No, yeah, we, know, all know. we all know. We all know. <laughs> all right, uh, Renji, we, we gotta, we, in the chat, I just do want to say Renji nine zero nine nine eight. Uh, wrote next week we might know why the ice warriors left Mars involving the zombie water. Oh, that's a right. that's an interesting prediction because of the waters of Mars. Yeah, the waters yeah. of Mars. Nice. Have, we are going back to Mars. Yeah, yeah. One last uh, prediction is I'm going to predict that Missy killed Bill's mom, uh, and we find that out, and then it becomes contentious between Bill and uh, Missy. Oh snap! I like that prediction. Um, all right, guys, that is going to do it for the Doctor Who After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I've been your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. Tune in in just a few minutes. We're talking about the Leftovers series finale uh, on the AfterBuzz TV Leftovers After Show. And I, pre, pre, spoiler, preview, whatever, not even a spoiler, I loved it. Uh, join us. Now we don't have it. to watch it. Great. Uh, well, cool. Uh, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I. J-A-Y! Whoa! Yeah! You can also find me uh, next week on the Dark Matter After Show here on AfterBuzz TV! I'm backing away! Yeah! You can find me, M.R. Dave Child, at M.R. Dave Child on Twitter 
or DaveChild.com. Stick around, because I'm going to talk about American Gods. Ooh. Ooh, it's a weird show. Ooh, it's getting less weird and more understandable. Ooh, <laughs> tune in and we're going to talk about it. I feel like Dave is, a, is, is like doing an Ice Warrior voice right now. <laughs> Ooh, on WrestleMania tonight. <laughs> or that one. All right, guys, this has been the Doctor Who After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week to talk about the Queen of the Ice Warriors. I might have messed up that title, but we're going to talk about it regardless. All right, guys. Thanks for geeking out with us. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. Snap into a Doctor Who. God. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 